BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly. This week we sit down with Real Housewives of OC star Gina Kirschenheider, who talks about her newfound friendship with Heather Dubro, her failing friendship with Shannon Bedore, and where she stands with her ex, Matt. So I know that we're just, you know, fresh into the season, but now that the season is wrapped for you, how are you feeling about everything? I actually feel really good. I feel really good about the season. I feel really good about our cast. I feel really good to say that I actually feel like it's a group of, of friends, like, and I'm on like, I'm writing that high, high note, you know? That's good. I know I spoke to Heather recently and she said that she considers this more of like a transitional season. Do you agree with that statement? I agree with it, but I think that we make that, we do, we transition well, I think. I think we land well. And I think it's interesting to watch the transition. And I think it's interesting to watch like, like Heather I think it's interesting to watch Heather because I think Heather, where she came into this, the first go around was a very different group, a very different way of doing things and a very different experience overall. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really, it's cool and nice to see Heather second time around probably walls up and guarded at the beginning more so than the first time because she's projecting herself Mm -hmm. and it's interesting to see her walls come down as the season goes on. Yeah. Were you intimidated when you found out that Heather was going to come on the show or were you more excited and, you know, kind of tell me a little bit about that. I was actually relieved because for a minute when I was like, Oh, they fired half the cast. And then we were all like, Oh my gosh, like it's so much pressure now. Like really? I'm still hanging on here. And then, you know, to hear, Oh, Heather's like, I was like, Oh, this is way better. (laughs) You know? So I felt really good about it. I was excited to meet her. I was excited. Like everybody else was at home. You know I mean? She is, um, I watched it too. She's a boris. She's fancy pants. I mean, and I was, I was excited to meet fancy pants and get to know her. And she, she didn't, she didn't, I like, I thought I would get along with her because she's from where I'm from. And I always found her to be when I watched the show, very reasonable, but I was surprised by how cool she was. Like I can get along with anybody. Not well, except Shannon, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But 
but I really can, you know, I, I'm, I sort of can be a chameleon in that way. And I thought it was going to be one of those relationships where we respect each other and we're fine. And I was very pleasantly surprised by how close we got and how cool she was and open she was. Right. You know, at the end of last season, Andy Cohen did say that, you know, he needed to reboot the OC franchise. And obviously, like you said, you know, half the cast was let go. Was there ever a point that you were nervous being like, oh my God, maybe they won't ask me back. Cause did that, that ever cross your mind? I mean, I think it always crosses your mind, you know? Um, I mean, you're definitely, you're, you're probably going to get fired if you don't think that you're, but it's a possibility, (laughs) you know, but, um, I'm just happy to be here. Like I, I just enjoy it. I like, I like being a part of it. I, and I like the journey and I like how it challenges me. And I like the fact that in the interviews, they sit me down in the chair and they ask me questions that I would avoid and never Mm -hmm. ask myself. And it puts me in a position to think about things about myself um, that I never would even tap into. So I just like being here and I'll, I'll, I'll be here for as long as I'm interesting. And when I'm not, then I will, I will go do something else. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Were you uh, relieved or disappointed at some of the firings that happened? I think it was, I, I, you know what? I have a hard time. because like, I have respect for everybody. Everybody approaches this a different way. Everybody is entertaining and I think serves a purpose. And I think, I would rather respect what they brought to the show rather than focus on the negative about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel, I feel that where we are now is a good place. Mm-hmm. Totally. Any communication with any of the three of them or not anymore? No, I actually feel, I feel, I actually personally feel a little bit bad because I, I, I feel for Elizabeth, Elizabeth is a really nice girl. So mm-hmm. really nice girl. And, um, that book came out, the diamonds, was it, uh, Dave Quinn's yeah. book. And I love Dave, but I was like, Oh my God, I didn't realize it's going to be like super cool. And I feel like I overshared a bit about this. I actually feel very bad about oversharing about my opinion about her, where she came from. I think it was too much. And I, I felt, I felt bad about that. Um, and she's really nice. She is a really sweet person. She'd give you the shirt of her back, honestly. She's a really nice person, but it just wasn't, I guess, like the right fit. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, well, let's focus more on on this season because, I, you know, I just watched the uh, the second episode and, oh my God, so much yeah. happened at this party. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> lots happened. I mean, do you feel like Shannon was trying to hurt the DeBros with all of this uh, going on with Nicole? I mean, I don't think that Shannon is like that malicious Mm -hmm. to be like in advance, I'm going to hurt your family. I don't think that Shannon is, is that person, Mm -hmm. but I just think that she is a little bit of a, like, you know, troublemaker. Like I knew, I think she's a little bit of a troublemaker. And I don't even think that sometimes she recognizes or realizes that her like dropping things here, dropping things there, like what that, what the end, what that looks like at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that this particular situation has made her more aware of what, what that looks like and what she actually does do and the damage that it could potentially cause for people. And I think that it's, it was probably honestly a good thing for her to see and recognize. Right. So you think she kind of regrets not going to Heather at 
first or maybe not even bringing this up at all? I think she does. Mm -hmm. I think she will never um, give like admit or give me any credit for like, like showing her that bad. Mm -hmm. That's okay. (laughs) As long as she gets there. Right. Right. Um, How are things with you and Shannon now, if you can kind of tease it? I know when I spoke to Heather, she said that, you know, her relationship with Shannon kind of goes off the rails this season a little bit. Um, Would you describe your relationship with Shannon in the same context? I would say that I've known Shannon now for about four and a half years. And I don't know if our relationship ever, I would describe it as on the rails. (laughs) It's kind of been a little bit sign of the rails but like I think that that is also an interesting relationship to follow and see what happens you know and the fact that it's been over four years and we're still trying to see if we can get it on the rails I think is cool and gives me hope that we will get there yeah definitely how did the new housewives kind of fit into the group and were you excited to have them on board have you seen Noella's sex dungeon <laughs> I have actually I've been in the sex dungeon yeah <laughs> what's that like <laughs> sex dungeon there's a lot of there's a lot of like like sex elements and dungeon elements all in one place <laughs> all in one place <laughs> Actually, way smaller than I thought it was going to be, but but it's still impressive <laughs> as far as sex dungeons go. I guess. Totally. Um, did they fit well into the group, or was it a hard transition for them too? Um, we were very open, which I think was good. Like, I think is the secret to success is because we're like, yay, new friends, yeah. you know, well, at least Emily and I, you know, and, and Shannon was very open to Noella, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I think that they had the best shot they had. I think like we battle sometimes new people coming on and thinking that thinking, having a perspective of what this is mm-hmm. and then approaching it from that point of view. And as time goes on, it, they, they get more comfortable because they recognize like, we're really not, they really, we really did. It really was a good reboot because the people who are left, at least Emily and I, we're just like new friends. Like, let's get to know each other. Like there's no, motive, there's no like agenda. There's no manipulation. There's no made up crap. Like it's mm-hmm. just, and if it's entertaining, it's entertaining. And usually like that real stuff is just more entertaining anyway, you know? Totally. So I think once they started to get more comfortable, it was better. And Noella goes through, honestly, right from at the gate. I sympathize with her. A lot of very personal stuff. Mm-hmm. So, she, you know, it's like she doesn't... She, I don't think she had the opportunity to just exist in, in the world as herself. Because right from the start, it's like, oh, here's brand new friends. And I'm going through this life crisis. Yeah. And that was really difficult, I think, for her to balance and navigate through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a lot of that play out as the show goes on. Definitely. And I know that, you know, you have dealt with some hard personal issues on camera as well. And, you know, in the first episode, you do kind of open up about um, your relationship with Matt and Travis and how Travis kind of helped bring you guys together in a way. Can you kind of explain a little bit more about that and how Travis has been so instrumental in helping you guys co-parent so well? He's like, he's just really on it. Like he's very, uh, he has like, he knows where he's very, I don't know. It's like when Vicky said, like his moral compass is like steady as she is, you know? Like that's like really what it is. Like he has a very strong, moral compass he's really about 
what's in the best interest of the kids. And he really loves me. So when I'm starting to, you know, get hot or I would act, you know, be like, Oh, I want to, I want to kill Matt or like whatever, you know, he's the person, the driving force. It's like, yeah, but you don't want to do that because that's not the best player and that's not going to benefit you. And that's going to put you guys further it's going to push you guys further away from each other and you need to come together for the kids. And so being able to like have that outlet, a uh, foundation, you know, where I would get like angry for X, Y, and Z, because I mean, you get angry over everything, you know, and yes. it's like frustrating. And to have somebody say, I understand you're frustrated, but think about the bigger picture and what you really want was like very important, very instrumental in me being us being able to move move past stuff you know it's like even like 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 oh someone takes a shot you don't got to take the shot back right and then eventually you just stop taking shots at each other and then it's better yeah. so I'm I'm proud of that but and I am so happy about that and I am proud of myself for and Matt for being able to co-parent but I do give credit to Travis for that a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I mean, how are, myself a lot. That's yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how are things with you and Matt now? Cause I know that you said what you, you know, on the show, when you were kind of reliving everything that happened, that it kind of messed you up for a little while. I mean, that had to be really difficult because you, you get to a good place and then you kind of have to backtrack again. So how are things yeah. with you guys now? And how did you kind of get through that tough time? Uh, we're really great. We're really great. We get along really well. Um, and again, like I, it's probably, and it's, it's, I, Travis coming through the time too, you know, it's like, and I probably took a lot of that out on him and that's probably not right. And, and the fact that he is willing to be there and, and for me and get, help me get through to the other side is really amazing. Mm -hmm great person. And I really thank him for that because these are really hard things to go through and they're really complicated and they're really stressful. And I'm very, very thankful to be on the other side of it. Totally. How are the kids doing? They're so good. They're so good. cute. They're getting so big. Are you getting like baby fever again? Do you want to go? Do you guys want to expand your family in the future? It's funny because we actually, we do talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting thing because I feel like you finally find this partner that like would be such a good parent and you want to do it. But in all honesty, I, I, I don't know if I can make a commitment to being pregnant and my body and then having a baby and then like breastfeeding. And then like, I'm, I've, I have a, I have been, I've become very comfortable with having children 50% of the time. So unless Matt would take the baby too, I hear you because I mean your children are older it's starting to get a little bit easier you have your freedom oh, again yes. you know like can't go back to it they're self-sufficient like they make their own breakfast I just have to put the cereal machine out and they're good it's you know I'm okay with that like I've made it so it is it's a lot to go back and I like honestly like joking aside you know you think about like the dynamics of like what that would do to the family and we have two different you know, sets of children and they're ready. And I don't want anyone to think this baby is like the golden baby over, you know, it's just, it's a lot of dynamics to think about and just mm -hmm. potentially disrupt and, and we're really happy. Good. So yeah, no, you make a, you make a really good point. Do you want to get married again though? 
I mean, I would, yeah. I, I would, I didn't think I ever would, mm-hmm. but I would, yeah. but we just need time. Like our you know, I think we need time. Totally. Well, it seems like you're very happy. So that's the most important thing. Um, do you yeah. still talk? Are you still in touch with Vicky at all and Tamara? Oh, I don't even think I was in touch with Vicky when we were on the show together. <laughs> right, that's Camera, I do every once in a while, we'll text back and forth. Um, and we have like some overlap of friends. So like every once in a while, something will come up, but nothing like we don't like, we haven't been palling around. We actually were even after, um, she wasn't asked back, like for that season, she wasn't asked back. We were still, we were like, we played tennis together. Mm-hmm. We were still doing like tennis and then COVID, and then COVID hit. And I just feel like COVID also was a great, a very big divider of friendships that were not, you know, your best friend, see you at the mailbox kind of friendships. So right. mm-hmm. were you, would you ever want to see them back on the show? I don't, you know, I, I just, I don't make those decisions. I just make those decisions to like whoever thinks that if, 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 if people think that there, there's a place for them and they put them, you know, at the table with me, I'm like, let's see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe let's see if this is interesting. <laughs> it's not, it's not. I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm just down for whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was obviously a spot for them and a place for them for a very long time. And they're a big, crucial part of the reason why that I have a job now. So I don't, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. And it seems like Emily and Shane are in a really good place this season too. And the two of you, your friendship seems better than ever as well. Um, Is it so great to see Emily and Shane in a good place? It is, it actually is really great to see them. In, and I'm so excited for everybody to see like the evolution of what is happening this year for them. And they're, you guys are just going to see Shane Simpson is so open. And also I have to apologize publicly to Shane Simpson. I'm just going to do this right now because I feel so bad that I was so mean and I thought it was funny. And I thought, Emily, I was like, oh, we're doing, it's going to be funny. We're going to make fun of Shane for this. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it, I felt bad. I felt like it wasn't funny to make fun of him. And I actually am very proud of Shane Simpson. He's a brilliant man. He's a wonderful father. He's a very good partner to one of my very dearest friends. And I love him. So that I'm going to say that Shane Simpson rocks socks. He really does. Was Emily not happy about the, the lowering the bar comment? No, she was fine with that. But but it was, but I, I, you know, it's like, it's one of those things you're like, Oh, this is funny, right? This is so hysterical. But then you don't realize like you put things out there and like, it's actually, something's actually like, it it just, you don't always have the goal for the joke. And in that circumstance, I think I should have pushed up, my friend, like she's mm-hmm. like my friend, you know, and I, and I regret that. So that's a, one that is a regret. Okay. Well, you yeah. kind of segues right into uh, the regret. regrets question. So we'll, we'll put that in there with it. <laughs> All right. Next regret. regret. Do you regret calling Bronwyn a sloppy chihuahua? Not at all. Mm-hmm. And actually I, you didn't know this, but I was in the supermarket the other day and they make a beer a brand of beer called a chihuahua. And I was like, oh my, I bought them. And I was like, it's a, it, it, it's a sloppy chihuahua. Who knew? Like, I was like so impressed by that. But yeah, I, I love that. That's amazing. Do you regret getting in between Shannon and Tamara's relationship when you told Shannon she didn't offer enough support to Tamara? No, I mean, I think my goal was to not to cause more damage. It was to show 
Shannon, how her friend was feeling, communicate to her friend, how her friend was feeling so that she could have an opportunity to change her behavior. Mm-hmm. Do you ever and regret- time I didn't know that she is completely unwilling to ever change her behavior. So at that point, I know I didn't regret it. <laughs> right. Do you ever regret sticking up for Kelly when it came to breaking girl code when you had that conversation with Vicky? I don't even remember that. <laughs> um, you told uh, Vicky that she broke girl code when she set up her friend with Kelly's ex. Oh, yeah. No, I never got that. Yeah. You gotta have a girl code. <laughs> a girl code. I genuinely meant that. And that, and it was also like my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was more like, and that's the thing. Like every, it's so funny. This is like people, I remember that now people thought like, Oh, she's new. So she's like bucking up. And I'm like, no, I just, my husband had an affair on me and I'm pissed about this. Like that's literally what it was. <gasps> now everybody knows. <laughs> totally. Do you regret any arguments with Emily since you guys are such good friends now? No, I think honestly, I feel so good about where we are. And I think that the fights that everybody sees are very surface level fights, but they represent like much deeper things to us and like within our friendship. And it was good for us to duke that out and get all of it out of the way because it really showed Emily what she needed. It showed me what I needed. It put us both in, it checked us both. Mm -hmm. And Emily is literally, uh, the friendship I have with her is so special and so unique. And she's taught me a lot as a friend. Um, I'm like kind of a selfish friend, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not the person that will respond to text messages or pick up the phone or anything like that. You know, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like most of my friends are like, ah, Gina and like, whatever. And Emily was like, no, that's not good enough for me. Mm-hmm. And I like that she showed me and like was like open and raw and honest enough and would fight me on it to show me like, this is what I need. And this is my expectation as a friend. And like kind of raise that bar higher for what her needs were. And I was okay to go to them. And she saw that. And she also has a lot of like trust issues from her past. And I feel like we got, you guys, like, you guys don't even know, like Emily is such a complicated, she has, she's so many things that nobody knows. And everybody's like, you're not fun, Emily. And I'm like, Emily is like really fun and really complicated. And there's a lot there to uncover still. Um, and I, I think that it got us where we needed to be. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to clear it out, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, last one. Do you ever regret not saying more to Shannon and Bronwyn when they were criticized your living situation? No, because I just don't care what they think about my living situation. I love it. I love it. Gina, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time and I'm so excited to see the rest of the season. It's going to be so good. Thank you. It's going to be really good. That's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want some more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. 